So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Who we have a very hot show for you tonight. Not because of moi. No, 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 no. Because of our incredible guest expert, Bernadette Bose, who is coming on very soon. So get ready. Hold on to your hats. Uh, get a pen and paper. Take great notes. You are going to love her as I do already. She is an amazing woman. The Mind Body Business Show. What is that all about? The Mind Body Business Show is a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And what I am so blessed to be able to do is bring on highly successful entrepreneurs onto the show for the purpose of helping you, the aspiring entrepreneur, the business person, maybe you've already reached a high level of success. No matter where you are in your walk, there's always room for improvement. And with this show, you'll be given the tools to do just that. And all you need to do is listen to our guest experts, take notes, and then implement what they have recommended. And I can tell you from doing this for now, going on two years, that the value is immense. There are so many things I personally have learned and implemented in my business that have taken it to the next level. And so I say this with all confidence that you can do the same. And I just know, I just know that Bernadette is going to deliver some incredible value for you that you can take and, and make actionable right away. So it, the Mind Body Business Show, it's the three pillars of success. And what that, did, what that means is I studied only successful people for about the last decade or so. And during that time, I started noticing three patterns developing over and over and over. And yeah, you probably guessed what those are. Mind being mindset. That is having a powerful, flexible mindset. Body is that each of these successful individuals took care of themselves. Now, it doesn't mean that they were a bodybuilder if they were a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger or they were a supermodel if they were a young lady or even not a young lady. It's about just taking care of oneself by exercising on a regular basis and by eating and drinking things that are good for you, that serve you, nutrition. And then there's business. Yes, one of my faves because it is multi, multifaceted. It involves the mastery of so many different skill sets, skill sets like marketing, team building, systematizing, sales, leadership, the list goes on and I could go on all night with all of the different skill sets that it takes to actually create and build and then sustain, maintain and grow a successful business. The good news is you only really have to master one of those skill sets that I actually mentioned one of them by name, because to do all of them, to master them all, I don't know if any one person on this planet would have the absolute time to do so. <laughs> and so if you master just one skill set, and that is the skill set of leadership, then you can easily scale your business by bringing in those people that have those skill sets that have mastered them on your team and you delegate to them. You definitely have skill sets 
and you want to utilize your own and you can just scale with others. So the other wonderful uh, aspect I found through successful person after successful person is to a person, they are all very avid and voracious readers. Yes, readers of very compelling and great books. And with that, I'd like to segue real quick over into a segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, all right. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. A real quick word before we move on, and that is you're going to be learning about a lot of great, valuable resources during this show. Please do yourself a favor and take out one of those, you know, good old fashioned pieces of paper and an, a writing instrument like a pen, if you remember what that looked like, and take notes during the show rather than give in to the temptation of clicking away and going off and looking at things like what you see on the screen right now if you're watching. And if you're listening on a podcast and you're near a computer, just take notes. Do not run away and take your attention away from what is going on because here's the thing, the magic happens in the room. And I would really hate for you to miss one golden nugget from Bernadette when she comes on because your attention was diverted. And so stay with us, take notes, and then visit those resources later. That is my tip for tonight. All right, the Reach Your Peak Library. That is a resource I literally had built with you in mind. And I do not kid when I say that. It is a collection of books that I myself have personally read and I vet them, meaning they had profound effect on me in business and on in my personal life as well. And here's the thing, I didn't start reading until my late 40s. Did not, I kid you not. And then once I learned about the value of reading, I couldn't get enough and I started listening on Audible. And I started reading and reading and reading and growing. And I'll tell you, it's a life changer. So when you hear someone else say that, know that it's true because I didn't start until late in life. And it, it's really turned things around for me personally. So I only took the best of the best books that I personally read so that you, if you're looking for another read or maybe your first read, this is a great one-stop shop. And you can just pick out the first one that jumps off the page, You know, maybe resist the temptation to look through and scan through every single one of them. As you're going down, you find one that jumps up, you like it, just go for it and read it and then come back for the next one. That is there for you. That is our gift to you so that we can help to save you some more time and be more efficient in your learning process. Now, on to what is going to be the greatest part of this show, and that is our very special guest expert who is coming on right now. So get ready. Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. There she is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Bernadette Bose. Hi. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. This is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on. She hails from all the way on the East Coast in Atlanta, Georgia, (laughs) where it is a lot later than it is here in California. So I appreciate you for coming on. And uh, uh, before we get going officially, Bernadette, uh, real quick, what I'd like to do is remind folks that if they stay on to the very end, live on this show, watching it, video, that they can 
actually enter to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort compliments of the big insider secrets you see their logo if you're watching up there on the right <laughs> top right corner and uh we give away one of these every single show thanks to them the big jason nast and his crew we appreciate them greatly so stick on to the end and you you will get a chance to win we we give it away every single week all right now let's let's give this young lady the respect she deserves and bring her on properly Bernadette Bose is known as a ball of fire transformation coach, consultant, speaker, and author who leverages her 25-year corporate savviness with her entrepreneurial spirit to equip professionals with the mindset, skills, and talents they need to create riches in their career, business, and life. Wow, sounds like it's a perfect fit for the show. I wonder how that happened. Bernadette is the author this is great, of her raw and powerful memoir, Shedding the Corporate Bitch. Yep, I said it. Shifting from bitch, I said it again, to rich in life and business, which is her apology for the havoc she wreaked throughout her corporate career. Her sense of humor is awesome. Tony, uh, today, Bernadette is the founder and CEO of two aspiring Atlanta, Georgia-based companies. One is Ball of Fire Consulting, which is a business management, coaching, and consulting practice. And the other is Ball of Fire Media, which is a media, communications, and publishing firm. Whew. All right, that's our show for tonight. We thank you for coming on. No, no, no. Bernadette Bowes, welcome to the show, formally and officially. I appreciate you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Whew. I can't tell you, I am far more excited uh, just because I, you have this incredible magnetic personality. I mean, oh. instantly, the second we started chatting just moments ago, before we came on the air, I just knew immediately, it's like, oh, this this is a fireball. And, you know, it's right in your bio, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Speaking of bio, that, that tells a lot, speaks volumes of your experience, of your accolades, of what you've done, that people know that you're the real deal. What I like to do is peel the onion back a little farther and really get more into that first word of this show, which is mind. I like to find out what's going on in that wonderful, beautiful brain of yours, uh, Bernadette, to help others to understand what it takes up here as far as an attitude, as far as the drive, as far as what you've done to get there. Like when you get up in the morning, Every morning, you know, you know, being an entrepreneur, challenges will be facing you every single day. So for you, how did you overcome, you know, that that want or that feeling of, gosh, another freaking day and more challenges instead and wrapping that up and saying, I can't wait. I'm driven. I can't wait to take on the next day and impact more lives. What is it for you? What motivates you each and every morning when you get up? Well, I have to admit, uh, I um, I rarely look at a morning like w w like it's heavy, like there is challenges. Um, probably because about ten or eleven years ago, I really started teaching myself and training myself that it, first thing in the morning, my routine is really to stay in bed, uh, even when I wake up, and really just go quiet and assess kind of from toe to head the state of being that I'm in. So I'll sit there and I'll go, okay, how do my toes feel, my knees feel, my, you know, my stomach feels, how does my heart and my head feel? And then I'll try to sense whether or not there's something off. Maybe I'm fatigued, maybe I'm agitated, maybe I didn't get enough sleep, or maybe I'm excited and I'm gonna leverage that. And I, I take that time and it's only about five minutes, 
And I take that time to kind of meditate, pray, and then shift into a really great state of being so that when my feet literally hit the floor, I am wanting to go out in the world with gusto and with excitement and with positivity as opposed to feeling drained and fatigued and, and agitated. And that's what helps me throughout the day even to kind of say, okay, yeah, so I'm going to get hit with some challenges and boy, I've had them. Um, but at the same time, I, I think a lot of it has to do with my faith as well. At the same time, I really just find a lot of um, grounding in just going quiet and still and really going inward to say, you know what, everything's going to be just fine. Just take a deep breath, get, you know, um, get patient and just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Because, uh, you know, momentum is what we need in order to get kind of in a good place and get unstuck and all those kind of things. I mean, you just dropped like five golden nuggets in the first two minutes. <laughs> I, and I'm not kidding. This is this is this is gold, people. For those of you watching, for those of you, for those of you listening, take notes. Uh, and one thing I found common, Bernadette, this is really cool. I was getting goosebumps. I'm, I've got them if I peeled back my jacket here. <laughs> um, is that most of the successful people that I've interviewed on this show to a person have a routine that they start with. Some finish with it, some start and finish with mm -hmm. you know different routines. The key for everyone watching and listening is to establish one. Absolutely. Now, does that mean you need to do exactly what Bernadette does? Maybe to start, just to give it a shot, does it work for you? No, then go back, watch another show. We have them all on our website, the mindbodybusinessshow.com. I say it so often, I ramble through it. Uh, and find out what routine would work for you. Uh, but here's the thing, model success. I'm pointing at Bernadette right now because all you have to do is follow in her footsteps and then modify and tweak to fit you as you go along. I love that, that she stays in bed for a few, you know, five minutes and does a self, like a body scan, a self-assessment. What's going on? It's not just her body, it's also her mental state. Right. And this is so common, uh, Bernadette, amongst successful people, is they're very in tune with not just their mind, but also their body. Well, and it's only because, Brian, quite honestly, in the 25 years of corporate, in that, in that kind of time period from 20 to 45, roughly, I would, that alarm would go off, and I would be out of bed and into the office and into whatever I was doing without ever really knowing, being present, to what the heck I was I was experiencing. I would just be on drive. And so I just realized, especially as I started my own business, as an entrepreneur, you really need to find those, those grounding routines, as, as Brian mentioned, those grounding routines and habits because, you know, it, oftentimes it's only you and you need an opportunity to kind of whoo, take a deep breath, and decompress and get in your head in a good way to to plan out the day and and actually be present in it. I can so relate and so echo everything you just said. Uh, it's so easy as an entrepreneur. I love what I get to do. I love it. I enjoy it. It's not work. And yeah. because of that, you know, that's a good thing. It can also be a bad thing because I don't know when to turn off the button, the switch. And I recently, it was about two and a half weeks ago, I looked down and I said, Oh my God, I just did a 17 hour day. Oh my. Yeah. And I averaged 14, right around 14. And oh, wow. I, I do fine with that. 
Right. I do, though, need to step back and take one of those 14-hour days off and just shut down yeah. and, and do something that's completely different and get out. Even though I love what I get to do, there is stress, there is strain involved, and you do need to have the, those times. And when you're doing it all by yourself, like Bernadette, like you just pointed out, so important is to have that self-discipline to maybe put in a routine, make it a certain time of day, whatever works for you. Right. Just just be sure to take those breaks, hit that pause button. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I mean, it's 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 threatened my marriage. And this is all on me. I'm the one who did all this. This was like 20 years ago where right. I got really stupid. Um, not that that was the only time I was ever stupid, not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been many of those moments, let me tell you. But uh, yeah, uh, so I appreciate that you brought that up because it is it is so vitally important. And this is what I love about this show and meeting people like you is this isn't just about how do you turn the crank? How do you market? How do you do your sales? How, what do you say to people when you first call them? This is the, the, those things, those intangibles that are also so vital to one's success. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I, my whole platform is on the fact that I learned just in this last 12 years, because I had so much work I needed to do on myself, that skill set's important. But trust me when I say you can have all the skills, all the talent, all the beautiful resume of experiences. But if your head's not on straight and if you aren't really good with yourself mentally and emotionally and spiritually, yeah. then all those skill sets are for naught. And so, you you know, I, I tell my clients, I tell my friends, I tell my family, spend every day working on you, who you are and what it is that you want and what drives you even beyond worrying about what skills you need in order to do a job. Uh, uh, yeah, totally resonate. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything special that you go to to help yourself work on yourself each day or does it continually change? What, what is your approach? Well, I, uh, I mentioned prayer um, mm -hmm. and meditation and I do readings every morning. Um, I have a daily devotional book that I'll go to, yes. uh, Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And uh, it's, you know, it gives you a daily set of scripture and, and summary and reading. Um, so that really helps me just kind of take care of myself spiritually and emotionally and even mentally. Um, but then I just go to just enjoy, I mean, being happy that I'm alive and being grateful and thankful and blessed. So I know a lot of people you know, do gratitude journals. I, I'm a big journaler. I've been journaling since I was eight. My my father kind of passed it on to me. And so I've journaled regularly throughout my life, just purging everything that's within my head and my heart and letting it go so I don't hang on um, to things that I don't want to, but then I have a memory of, of the things that I do. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard many times the power of journaling, and uh, thank yeah. you. I'm, I wrote down that resource. Um, so it's Jesus Calling Sarah, what was her Young. last name? Young. Sarah Young. Man, my writing's getting horrible, you know what? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm only like producing, starring, <laughs> <laughs> doing all the scene switching, but you know, I should be able to read my own writing. Come on, right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for all those resources. Um, I'm always looking for ways to change. I, I love variety. I'm I'm very anti-routine when it comes to because of the corporate time I spend as well. Because yeah. you do what they want on their time, 
right. get the way they want it, when they want it, how they want it. And I just got, man, I, let me the heck out of here. This is not, this does not, this is, does not define me. And then because of that, now I'm anti-routine, but now I am routine because I get to call the shots of when I schedule my time. And Absolutely. so totally different. Absolutely. It's a beautiful, like, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. I like to get up and then actually literally go out. I live in California, so we get a lot of sun and get out and go in the backyard, stand in the grass barefoot, do some jumping jacks, get the sun at the same time, and just have like you do where you're doing a body scan, I just a moment to yourself, right? Yes. Away from phone, computer, and everything else that's mm-hmm. going on. Absolutely. Enjoy, enjoy the quietness of the morning and then the, the, the sun gives the energy. That, that's me. You have yours. Like I said to everyone. Pick what you like to do. Uh, there, there are many, many entrepreneurs that have examples of these. In fact, I, I imagine there are probably books written about it. Um, just start doing something that's good for you that takes you away from the job at that moment and get into yourself like Bernadette is saying. You know, really get in tune with yourself. Uh, it may sound like woo-woo to some of you, and I used to be that way. Me it too. is definitely not woo-woo. It is absolutely effective. Yeah. I kid you not. Well, it's vital. It's vital. I mean, it's something that we each must do. We have to self-care and take care of ourselves. Because like they say on the plane, you know, put the mask on yourself first before helping other people. Because you can't show up full and complete and who you're truly meant to be if you're not taking care of yourself. That's such a great point because what fuels all entrepreneurs, and I know you're the same way, is serving others. Yes, I mean, instantly, I can see it all over you. It's just, there's no doubt. And that's every entrepreneur I've ever had on the show is wired that way. Well, for us to be able to serve, for you to be able to serve, those people you want to serve at your highest level, if you're not helping yourself, you're not taking care of yourself, you won't be able to do that. Exactly. I like to tell people like, okay, if not for yourself, then maybe for them. Mm -hmm. Because we will often do more for others than we will do for ourselves. It's just true. And the more you can get out of your own self and look at the reasons why you do things, the, the better off you'll be yeah. because you'll start doing better things for yourself be- because of others. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. It's but almost I, like, but I will add, Ryan, though, we need to get selfish. We, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a bad term. It's not a bad thing to be selfish to, to ensure that you are caring for yourself. So it's nice that you want to help everyone else. At the same time, you really need to take care of yourself and be selfish, uh, you know, in in certain ways. I think there's a book right there, Bernadette. That's a great, I mean, it's counterintuitive to people or it's counter what people believe in. But if they understand the frame around it, they'll go, right? Just by itself, being selfish, they'll go, wait, I'm not supposed to be. Mom said I shouldn't be. Well, it is okay. Just like, just like, oh, this is great because I said, what model success? What is what does model mean? It's a fancy word for copy, right? But we humans don't like to hear that because we equate that to cheating in elementary school. So I never say copy. But here's the deal: it doesn't mean you're cheating. If you're modeling someone, they're, they're giving you permission or you just read their books, you follow their, their and you have a book, by the way, we need to get that out there and just follow what they do. That's modeling. Right. And that is the key to success. Number one key is model someone who is successful, not don't try to make it all up on your own. Do yeah. you agree with that one? It sounds yeah, like it. I absolutely. Forgery is flattery. <laughs> yes. Forgery is flattery. 
You know, I mean, no one should be offended by someone wanting to emulate or or replicate or or make tweaks to something. They should be flattered by it. Yeah, and I want to be clear for everyone watching emulate is there's a difference between, you know, flat out absolutely copying, like taking someone's course and figuring out how to download the whole thing and make it yours. That's not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Right. You're modeling someone like Bernadette. You're doing, you're, you're establishing a routine. That's an example. You're, you're establishing, um, those pause moments Mm -hmm. to go through. You're also doing the daily grinding. What do you do during the day? You know, we may not get into that detail in this show, but that's what I mean by modeling and we mean right. by modeling. I know Bernadette's that way as well. I mean, yep. just be, be mindful and respectful and, you know, ask that person for help. That's what I did. I got a mentor mm-hmm. and oh, I, like this, yeah. I put my hands around his ankles and I wouldn't let go. <laughs> you know, I think he has fingernail marks on his ankles. Too. <laughs> and, and he's a young man. He's by age could literally be my son. Age doesn't matter to me. Race doesn't, gender, none of it. I've never had any of those those things. Right. And I, I'm all about results. Yep. That's, that's it. Results is it. Results is king and queen. And as that's what as, we should be focused on as entrepreneurs is getting results for our clients. Right. As Absolutely. long as it's integrity-based and full of character, which I know is by default with you, but I want to make sure I verbalize that as well. <laughs> Um, talked about skill sets. You brought up a couple. That was awesome. Now you have been doing this for some time Mm -hmm. where you are right now today. If you were to think, if you could imagine, what would you say for our audience are the top three skills needed for entrepreneur to be successful in today's environment? If you could name three. Um, I would say, um, I'm, I'm huge on uh, goal setting and planning. Uh, so if uh, if you're not real skilled at uh, planning out goal setting, uh, kind of defining your action plan, uh, that's a skill that you certainly want to develop and uh, certainly want to create even as a discipline or as, as a habit. Uh, because as an entrepreneur, you, you know, especially if you start off by yourself and then you're growing your team, you definitely need uh, to have those goals, to have those action plans. Um, I would then say uh, time management is a skill that, um, you know, many individuals don't really consciously, intentionally uh, consider and think about and train themselves on. But I think it's something that is absolutely, absolutely necessary. And then I would probably say, one skill that an entrepreneur would greatly benefit from is they really knew how to tell stories. So if a, a storytelling, um, you know, because people want to engage with you because they like, know, and trust you. And when you first interact with them and, or they interact with you, even if you have a product, let alone, a, you know, a service and, and a product, um, you need to build that trust, that knowing and that liking. And being able to tell a story and use your own experiences or that of other people that you've met or that of other people that you've uh, read and and followed and been mentored by or of your clients and customers, uh, that is the most powerful way to create a connection, especially on an emotional level, which is when they start to to buy and engage with you. Uh, I think storytelling has become more critical over the last like three to five years. 
Um, yet at the same time, those that have been telling stories their whole lives, uh, I think you'll you'll definitely see that as a top skill that they have and, and that they're very successful as a result of it. Oh, my goodness. And you're the first one that's ever, of all the people I've interviewed, that had used storytelling as one of the top three skills. And it's powerful. It is so powerful. Yeah. And it's cool. One of the, one of the masters at this is a gentleman by the name of Les Brown. Sure, last a friend of mine. Yeah, you gotta be hungry. You gotta be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the power of stories. Oh my goodness! Stories. I heard that back in 2010. I still remember it. Yeah, I was so blessed to have him on my show about a month, a little over a month ago now. Oh, nice. Yeah, and and I just he's on live almost every day on Facebook, and I watched him earlier today. Earlier today. Yep. And it was probably 70 or 80% of the time he was talking, it was stories. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. had my attention the whole time. And I was thinking the whole time, this is the master storyteller because they are always pertinent to the topic at hand. Absolutely. So there is an art. And when you said that's one of the top three skill sets, that's part of it is, okay, it's great. Just don't just tell a story for telling story's sake, right. but have it with a purpose and an intention that there's, you know, there's actually a reason for that story. And yeah. That's something I got to learn with my mentor on stage. Uh, he, he was very pro metaphor. Let's tell stories, come up with more stories, come up with your own, make some up. It could be about somebody else. It doesn't matter. As right. long as you utilize it, like Bernadette just said, for rapport building, for no like and trust. Uh, and in all cases, not just speaking from stage, you know, for when you're selling, when you're in the process of selling, when you're doing a webinar, tell stories. Well, you, and, I, and I, I bet you one of the top three skills that you typically hear is sales. And what I've learned over the last like two or three years is it's no longer sales. It's no longer selling. It's storytelling. It, you know, it's enrolling. It's presenting. It's making a connection as opposed to, you know, what, how a lot of entrepreneurs get in their head about, oh, I don't want to be a used car salesman. Well, you're, you're not. It's more the storytelling and the presenting uh, and making a connection. And stories are the best way to do it. Yeah. And now more than ever, it's important to make and establish those personal relationships. Um, oh, yes. And if you haven't started, just start. It's going to yeah. take time. Yeah. It's, here's the thing I always tell folks, you know, you're going to go for the short, quick kill, which is just go straight for it. Get the sale. You might make a few. If, you got, if you're really good at it, you might make a lot of money. It's to me, it's not a long-term solution. And if you establish relationships and you're able to put off those quick kill, you know, income moments, (laughs) uh, you're going to see much greater growth over time than you ever will by doing, going the quick kill method. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? I I absolutely agree. I I, I mean, that like, no, and trust is not a flippant thing. Right. And, you know, I remember people, I want to engage with people. I will go back to people that I have met, you know, and, and buy or, or engage them in something, you know, from years ago, simply because we built a relationship and it was based on liking each other, knowing each other and trusting each other. And, uh, you know, it's what causes stickiness in relationships and in opportunities to to engage them as your customer. Um, So it's, no, it's vital, absolutely vital, because we're not transactional. 
You know, as entrepreneurs, we can't be transactional. We can't be worried about the deal or the, or the sale or the proposal, you know, or the close. We have to, we want to be thinking forward. We want to be thinking, you know, longer term, you know, that one sale could become years of sales. It could become years of opportunities, partnerships, you know, strategic um, affiliates, uh, as opposed to just being transactional right here and right now. Totally, totally agree. And, and you know, and a, a relationship you established years ago can result in a sale years later. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is what I, I like to liken it to going to an event like a seminar or a networking event when we used to be able to do that, where you would go and there would be a, maybe a large crowd, maybe a small crowd, but you would have what are called breaks, you know, 90 minute session inside people would teach and give you value. Then you take a break and then you would network outside in the hallway. Right. And one of the things I've been, I've been on the receiving end of is what I call a business card ninja. And that's where they're basically just throwing cards in your face as fast and furiously as I can to as many as they can without establishing any connection. Mm -hmm. I literally had a, a person go, hey, hey, here's my card, it's my card, it's my card. And I'm like, uh, who are you and why would I want to talk to you? And I, I just grabbed it to get him off my back. I looked yeah. at it and I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I'm not even, right. I just, I threw it away. Right. And then well, later, there's a cautionary tale there. And that is business yeah. cards have now become LinkedIn invitations where I am just over the fact that I go into my mailbox on LinkedIn hoping to have the, my the real connections you know messaging me and engaging with me and I have to go through 30 or 40 a day of people I don't even know we're not even connected yet and they have a page a sales page of an email to me like hey can you know do you need my services I'm like I don't even like right. I didn't even look at your profile picture yet. Um, and it's just so, it's just so inappropriate and it's not going to get them what, what it is. Right. Like. It's blatant. It's the quick kill approach that I was you talking know? about. Yeah. So like in networking events, I would just tell people be of a serving attitude. Yes. And, and instead of barfing all over the person you're talking to about what you do, start it off with, Hey, Bernadette, how are you doing? I'm so glad to meet you here. Tell me, what is it that you do? And maybe I can help out, right. you know, make it about them. And oh, the first thing I want to do is open up. They love you. Instant rapport and yep. be authentic about it, though. Don't go up and just do it to be plastic right. And, right. and then listen to them. And you may never get to say a single word about yourself. That's OK. Perfect. That's how it was meant to be. Yep. And here's the greatest tip I was ever given about business cards. I don't care. I don't own any anymore. But back in the day, if here's the greatest rule of thumb you can go by as, as far as handing them out yourself is if they didn't ask you for your card, then do not give it to them. Absolutely. That just Absolutely. means either the value you gave that you're presenting, it's not enough or it's not a match for them or they're, you know, they just not ready for what you have. Uh, and maybe it's someone else, maybe they need someone else's services. And then that's the other thing, help them out by connecting them with someone else, you know, who has that skill set that they need instead of trying to make it all about you. And yeah, and I, man, oh, I gotta tell you the more I did that and I kind of did it more naturally cause I, ne I never liked going right for the jugular. It just was, it didn't feel right. Uh, not, to, not to say I'm any better than anyone else. It's just, that's, a, that's just the way I was wired. Sure. And I'll tell you that the relationships are just incredible yeah. over the years. And I, I wouldn't trade those for any amount of money. Right, 
Yeah. Well, one of, one of my favorite passages, or it's actually just a short little line, is uh, serving others serves you. Well, it says serving others serves me. And I didn't get it at first because this was like 10 years ago when I was still in my kind of like my bitchy mode and I was shit, trying to work on my shedding and work on letting go of all of the angst that I had within me. And I'm reading this and I'm like, how selfish is that? I'm trying to change. And I'm reading this thing that says serving others serves me. And I'm like, that's so selfish. And then as I kind of continued my shedding process and I really did turn my attention and my serving to other people, then I recognized, oh, well, wait a minute. What it means is, yes, yeah, serve everyone else and it'll, you'll be taken care of. You know, it, not directly, but in kind, you'll be taken care of. So serving others does serve you. Um, and that's something I always lean on uh, when I kind of even start feeling as if, you know, I, I might be straying. Um, and I just kind of think about that and I say, serve others. That's all I'm here to do is to serve others. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'm thinking now I've got there's two people in my head. One was about nine years ago when I met him for the first time. Uh, had, he had helped form multimillion dollar businesses uh, multiple times over. Um, I never thought of him that way. He's got a great personality, friendly. And then yesterday he reached out and wants to work together after nice. nine years. I didn't look for it. I wasn't seeking it. It just landed in my lap. Nice. And he's been on my show because we're friends. I like yeah. him. He's a yeah. good friend. And then uh, another one was someone I met about seven years ago. Uh, we actually spoke on the same stage, which was my mentor stage. He was a guest speaker. I got to know him for, gosh, 15 minutes in the back of the room before he went up. And then we ran into each other again last year in a summer event, another seminar, and struck it up. And now I'm working with him. And it's just unbelievable Please. how these things come around. Please. And none of that was intentional by myself. It just, it, it happened because right. relationships were established. Right. And that's the whole point of my babbling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good babble. <laughs> <laughs> good babble. I love it. So uh, you, you've been through corporate 25 years. That's a good, good run. And you now have tasted the fruits of entrepreneurialism and you figured it out, right? And uh, so a lot of people will t go to great lengths to succeed, to make it. And that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing, depending on how one uh, defines what they're willing to do for you how far are you willing to go to succeed what is it that you will do no matter what to get that success you want and deserve wow wow that's a <laughs> that's a loaded question um this is a book in itself um, <laughs> well what i have done is early on because i've been on my own for 12 years and it, actually what's funny is the day i published my book and i was holding this big big uh, party and big book signing was the day I went in the red mm. and it was like five years out of corporate and kind of in that I was I I said to my broker I said I want all this was back in 2008 too I want all my money and I'm going to do whatever I need to do and then spend whatever I need to spend to go out on my own and build a business and mm. you know blah 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 and uh, I did it very well for those five years, but at the same time, uh, I did invest, invest, invest. Well, then I said to myself, well, I want to still continue investing as I'm growing. So 
I actually have a beautiful, beautiful home uh, in Atlanta as a result of my corporate career, and I have a guest house. So I said to myself, wow, the entertainment uh, business was just coming into, um, into Atlanta back in 2014, 15. And I said, wow, if I moved into my guest house and downsized greatly, I could rent my main house furnished and use that income to fund my business growth. And so I did that. Well, then through that, I then said to myself, okay, so I want to continue investing and, and growing. So what else can I be doing? And so I'm always thinking about what can I be doing? Not necessarily that we, we need to be sacrificing every day, um, you know, something. But at the same time, if you want something bad enough and you know your why and you know what your heart is telling you you need to be doing and yet you feel that you don't have those resources to do it, then you, you'll, go, you'll go to extremes. So the next thing, I went through all those possessions that I took from my main house, put in storage, and it, it included my, my um, road bike, which I loved cycling, and included a lot of great things. But they were only things. They were material things that served no value to what my why was, and uh, that was serving my clients. So I went and pretty much sold off like 95% of everything that I had other than what I needed in my furnished, you know, rental. Um, but I just said to myself, you know, I don't need a brand new, you know, Lexus anymore. And I don't need to be spending at the mall, you know, every week like I used to. I don't need to be flying around the world like I used to. So there's been quite a bit of uh, sacrifices that I've been willing to make and I'll continue to make them uh, in order to realize what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. That's amazing. I've read so many of today's wealthiest people have that ex almost exact same mindset, you know, where you said you rented out your um, guest house and, you know, that's what the super wealthy do. They'll buy like a yacht, mm -hmm. but they're not on the yacht except right. for one month out of the year. The remaining 11, they're doing what? It's being rented and leased out. Yep. And so their their toys become assets. Right. And right. you you did the exact same thing and and then you basically went down to minimalist attitude mm -hmm. which which in your mind probably wasn't I mean a minimalist. I'm just doing what it takes to get it done and I'm It was I'm, a minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> Very minimal. <laughs> minimal. <laughs> but and I that's the thing. Yeah, and you know the thing is you did it, right? And you came out the other side and and everything's fine. And the beautiful thing is now you you don't ever have to, if you don't want to, you don't ever have to go back to that corporate life, that way oh, of life. Yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> that, that is absolutely not happening. As often as I'm asked about it and offered, no, 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 that's not happening. <laughs> it's, it, it made me think it was so funny. You know, you're talking about corporate life versus entrepreneur life and the Lexus and not needing it. Isn't it interesting how the people that have the corporate jobs have the bigger need for the material things in their minds? It, it's kind of what defines them. It helps define them. And it defined me. I mean, it was everything to me, everything, my house, my car, my travel, my passport, my, you know, clothes, my, I mean, it, you know, I allowed it to define me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it took losing everything to kind of say, okay, I don't need everything. <laughs> That's not what's making me happy. So, yeah. 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 We work so hard to try to impress others. At, yes. Yes. You know, 
Yes. And it, it just brings a lot of us down as a result. Yeah. It's uh, unfortunate, but it's cool that, you know, you've gone through it. You've, you've been through it. You understand it. Now I'll imagine that you're way happier now than you ever were. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. 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 What I've learned is the only thing that I now care about is just being happy, being joyful, being at peace, loving myself, not worried about anybody else, not caring what anybody else thinks, because oh. as an entrepreneur, you're going to do things that that people are just going to say, yeah, you can't do that. Or you're not, you know, you're not capable of doing that. Or, you know, when I started writing my book, let alone turning that book into a movie script, you know, trust me, the haters and the judges came out of the woodwork saying, who the hell are you to think that you're going to have some big feature film about your story? And I'm like, thank you very much. You know, and I just went on and wrote my script and wrote, you know, and, um, you, you know, as entrepreneurs, we just have to be willing to close out what everybody else is doing and just follow our heart and our why, why we're doing what we're doing. It's so important to think big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. You know, yes. it's all about, yep. you know, thinking the ridiculous big, mm-hmm. which is only ridiculous to other people who are not thinking yes. it. That are I was going to say, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just looking at, they're just looking with jealousy and envy. It's right. all about ego. Right. The thing, the difference between them and you and probably myself is ego and the degree of an ego. We all have one, but uh, entrepreneurs who are successful have learned to put that thing to the side and, mm-hmm. and, and then become successful as a result because ego right. is a cancer to a successful business. It's Big obvious. Time. It's Big obvious time. you've mastered that. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I love this. Yeah. Um, think big people. Do you have a copy of your book handy near your desk? I do. It's right behind me. Well, could you hold that up and let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. So it's shedding the corporate bitch, shifting, shifting your bitches to riches in life and business. I love that title. <laughs> and the subtitle. <laughs> well, and the and the and, and to clarify, the bitches in my world as a result of that is the fears, insecurities, negativities, and intimidations people feel about themselves, and that's why they lash out on the world. Oh, so whoa. I recognized in my own growth and in my own shedding process that the reason why I was such a corporate tyrant and so nasty for so many years is simply because I was just extremely insecure, easily intimidated, just didn't feel that I fit in anywhere, didn't think I was worthy of what I had. You would never know that from my exterior because I was extremely successful in business. So you would never know that if I walked into a room by my posture or my, you know, the, you know, the, my stance, you would never know I was, you know, kind of just like a little ball inside. But, you know, but I was, and the way that I was able to mask that, which a lot of bullies and a lot of toxic leaders do is I was, I masked it through being nasty, wreaking havoc and uh, thinking that, you know, being a bully was the, was the way to go. And um, so it's taken, it's not that it's taken a lot, but over the last 12 years, I just realized that, oh my God. I was such a nasty person or a bitch 
because I just was reeked with these fears and insecurities and doubts and negativities about myself. So the bitches in my world are those things as opposed to a person. Gotcha. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And yeah, so for people watching, if you think that you might have some of those uh, characteristics going on right now, the first, the first step I always say is awareness, being aware that that's going on. Yes. And then the second step is now do something to change that. Right. Well, I'll add to that, that through my shedding process as well, I came up with a five-step uh, shift to riches formula, I call it, because I realized that almost like a um, going through death or divorce, there are stages. And so I realized that I first had to discover who I was and who I wanted to be. And then I needed to confront it, good, bad, and indifferent. And that was a pretty picture, let me tell you. Um, and then once I was able to confront it, I made a decision that I wanted to shed the things that I no longer wanted in my life. And that included people, places, things, mm -hmm. everything, wow. as well as um, keep the riches. I, I always say, honor your riches, because we all have them within ourselves. So in order for you to create and accelerate the riches in life you deserve. So that's where shift from bitch to rich comes from. It's a phenomenal. Yeah. Shedding even people that that one hits home for me because mm -hmm. there were a couple and it's not easy. It never is. You know, no. you start out as these incredible friends and then something mm -hmm. either happens like they, it wasn't. It was always gradual. It was, yeah. And it hasn't been that many, but I, I don't like thinking about it because right. it's a sad place. And, mm -hmm. But you have to do that. You have to walk away. You have to turn away and say, look, this isn't working out. Yeah. You're not helping my cause and I need to get, I got a lot of people to impact. I can't be pulled down. Exactly. Gotta, we got, we got a part. And that's, I deserve better is what you need to tell yourself. I deserve yeah. better. Yeah, that's right. And, and those people that you're about to serve deserve that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they always say uh, one of the things you, that's very uh, powerful is to have the capacity to fire your friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, of course, only those friends that are pulling you down. I don't mean all yeah. of them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your, your business as you're going right now, the Ball of Fire Consulting. What is a, uh, a perfect client for you? What are the type of people you're looking for to help and serve? And then what do you do? What are your services for them? Um, great question. Uh, I serve... Though I look for individuals, specifically corporate and entrepreneurial women, uh, professionals, uh, and but they have to have certain characteristics. And I, I sum it up as I want them to be passionate. I want them to be purposeful and I want them to be productive, mm. but in all areas of their life, not just at work. Yet they might be struggling to really understand what it is that they want, why it is that they want it, and then how to go about doing it. So I'll say that, you know, I want those individuals who are, or who are ready to declare, own, and achieve their goals and aspirations. Um, and yet they, they just might not quite understand what they need to do first, second, and third. Plus they want someone who can kind of hold them accountable while at the same time supporting, motivating, and cheering them on and, and help them kind of carve the path that they need to take for themselves um, in the short term and long term. Uh, and yet at the same time, that that also could kind of um, make up a team of people within a, in a workplace that might just need a, you know, a more, um, more strategic way of collaborating, engaging and working together as a team that might feel disconnected. 
so the services I provide are, is predominantly through uh, coaching. Uh, it could be one-on-one or group coaching. I often get clients coming to me directly, but I also get them through um, an HR leader that might feel that one of their um, uh, employees deserves or needs a coach, uh, hiring managers, uh, uh, CEOs of their own business and or the CEO of a company. Uh, so it's really any, any, an individual who's just looking to up-level themselves within, you know, personally as well as professionally. Fantastic. Thank you for that. Uh, I can imagine that your life, your experience, your time as a corporate person greatly helps in all of those areas for you to be able to master and help them. And that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Uh, Great. My goodness. Seven minutes before this show is over, which (laughs) happens way too often. Uh, Let's see. So I know that you have a, a gift for our people that I you do. would like to extend. Uh, let's go into that because it's a perfect segue from what you do to what right. you can do to help people right now. So if you wouldn't mind, let's uh, shift over to that and tell people how they can, uh, well, what the gift is. And then number two, how do they uh, take advantage of it? How do they make it happen? Sure. Well, I always find that um, people you know, need a little bit of prodding in order to kind of reach out and say, hey, I could use some help. Hey, I could do some, you know, mentoring or coaching or, or advice or a sounding board. And I always want to provide that opportunity because I don't want you or anyone else sitting there struggling or sitting there unsure or maybe you're stuck, lost or apprehensive about something. So I offer, I'm offering a 30, 30 minute um, pure coaching a coaching session that you can bring a question, a scenario, a challenge, or even an opportunity that you just need some hard and fast tips, tools, strategies, resources. It's all about you. There's nothing, no obligation to it. It's for you to experience what coaching is, but at the same time, I want you walking away. As we talked about early on, we're all about results as entrepreneurs. And I want to give you something that you're going to be able to walk away and apply right there and now in your, whether it's your business or your life. Uh, So it's a 30 minute coaching session and uh, you know, you can schedule it right onto my calendar. You can mention because I actually, the link is mind body business uh, 30. So it's tiny.cc forward slash mind body business 30. That that'll tell me that you came through uh, this this show, which is awesome, uh, and you know, don't hesitate doing it. Take advantage of it. You'll you'll see my schedule right right there. And even if there's uh, times and days that aren't working for you, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to, to reach out to me directly and just say, hey, you know, I really do need something because I do have nine one one sessions for my clients, and that basically means they can literally text me nine one one. And I know that there's something immediate that needs to get addressed for them. And so um, I make myself available to that because uh, I know what that feels like when you need something, but you can't get a hold of, of a resource to help you. And, uh, you know, thank you, number one, for making this offer. Yeah. 30 minutes of her time is very, very valuable. I know 30 minutes of anyone's time is. I'm not to belittle anyone else's. Mm-hmm. But she's giving of this freely for you to help you 
and no obligation. She wants you. I mean, this is genius. I hope you're taking notes. This is a, the right way to go about bringing more people into your life, whether or not you become another client of hers. Right. Right. That is she's serving. She's doing exactly. She's pre, she's practicing what we've been preaching this entire show. And I, I love that about you, Bernadette. You're, you're a product of the product. You walk the walk. You don't just talk the talk. And so for everyone watching, again, it's tiny.cc forward slash mind body business and then the number 3030. So it's tiny.cc forward slash mind body business 30. And that will take you directly to what you see on the screen if you're watching, uh, which is her calendar appointment system. And you'll see ball of fire and her wonderful glowing smiling face in that round circle and pick the day and time that works for you and you know be respectful and you know if you do schedule that put everything else aside put it on your calendar and be sure to show up because she will be there she'll be there for you so just i like to always say be respectful uh not that you wouldn't be but just really make it a priority if you go that route and the other thing that's even equally as important if i may say bernadette is say yes to this offer yeah, yeah. Be okay with accepting help. Mm-hmm. Is one thing if I could, you know, reach out and tell people one thing I didn't do enough of was accept offers of help because of that one big capital E starting word called ego that would get yeah. in the way. Yeah. And so Absolutely. thank you so much for that. That is amazing. And again, people take advantage of this and say yes. Don't take advantage of Bernadette because she'll call me and I'm going to come after. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but definitely do it with respect, please. <laughs> now, uh, Bernadette, we're like a couple minutes out. Like I'm not in a actual studio where they're going to kick me out. So we can go over a little bit if we need to. But what I like to do is I, I love to end every show with one very impactful question with each of my guests. And the thing is, is uh, it can be a little bit personal. Okay. Yeah. It, it is also proven to be very powerful. Okay. Very powerful. And I love to ask this question because of the responses I've been getting. And right before we do that, I promised a giveaway of Ooh. our own. And that is, okay, look, everyone that's been watching, remember I told you to keep your gaze on the screen and take notes. You now have our permission to pick up that phone because... In order to enter, you'll need that phone. Here are the instructions. You simply go to your messaging app on your phone and where you would type in the name of the person you're going to send that text message to, instead, type in this phone number. It's 314-665-1767. And then when you want to type in a message, like where you would put your emojis, all that good stuff, instead, put in the two words, peak vacation and that's peak p-e-a-k and then a hyphen don't forget the dash vacation one more time peak dash vacation all together no spaces and just tap on that little send icon and you will start the process of being entered why do i say start there are a couple more things for you to do of supply your email address so we can properly message you and enter you into this random drawing. I cannot wait to announce the next winner. We always announce on social media, if you don't want that to happen and you're the winner, don't sweat it. We won't, we'll we'll respect your privacy, but we do want you, I want you to win. So please go ahead and take out your, your phone, 
your messaging app. I'm giving you time to do this by stalling right here. <laughs> Type in the number 314-665-1767 and then put in peak-vacation. Once again, sponsored by my just amazing friend, Jason Nast and his company, The Big Insider Secrets. So go ahead, do that now, and then come back because we have that one final landslide of a question coming up right now. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the thing, uh, Bernadette. There's a little bit of buildup, just a little on that question. <laughs> uh, but here, I just want to let you know that there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. It's impossible. In fact, the exact opposite is the case. The only correct answer is yours. That is the personal part of it. That's it. We're not going to get deep personal. It's just, it's going to be unique to you. And uh, it's just, the response is amazing. And if, if the response comes to you immediately, fantastic. If it takes seconds, 10, 15, 20, that's fine too. Whatever it takes is perfectly right for you because it's that personal. Does that yeah. make sense? Sure. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the big questione? Bring it on. All right. Here we go. Bernadette Bose. How do you define success? Awesome question. Awesome question. Ah, that's how I define it. Um, I define it by just pure joy, happiness, and contentment. But not contentment that, oh, I'm okay with everything that I have right now, that I don't want anything more or need anything more. Just that I do get up in the morning and I always, you know, have a smile on my face and I love going out into the day and even dealing with all the challenges. And I describe success as just being really good with myself. Um, and uh, I have a successful day, week, month life when I just am really comfortable in my own skin and I'm in love with myself and with the world and with all the people that are in my life. Uh, it's just pure <sighs> is what success is for me. I love it. Just pure. <sighs> uh -huh. I mean, seriously, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Bernadette Bose, thank you so very, very much for coming on the show. I appreciate you immensely. And for everyone who's been watching, thank you for coming on. We know your time is valuable as well. And I just wonder what great value they're going to take away from this show and put it into action. There, I have. So look, we were talking about, I was telling you, write notes. I'm running this entire show 100% solo, and I have a full page. Nice. Full page. Now, if I could do it, I should have said this earlier, but, uh, you know, hey, next time, next time, if you didn't write notes, be sure to do so. Because as the old proverb said, the shortest pencil is more powerful than the longest memory. Yes. yes. Oh, that's not. Yep. True. Bernadette, thank you once again so much. I appreciate you. Uh, one final thing. If you were to give one piece of advice to anyone out there that's struggling, thinking about starting a business or just struggling where they are now. What would that be? I would just say, just continue, like 
put yourself in motion. Just each and every day, do something toward what it is that you want to do. Don't stop moving. That's what causes people to get stuck. Just do one thing and just don't worry about doing two, three, or four. Just do one thing every day. Love it. Stack those pebbles. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, Bernadette. You're welcome. Thanks. On behalf of this amazing young woman, Bernadette Bowes, I am Brian Kelly, your host of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next week, we will see you once again. Be blessed, everyone. So long for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.